everybody, I'm Danny Knight. And I'm Sean Cuthan. And welcome to... The Real Deadly Podcast. As part of the... Comedy Here Often Podcast Network. Yeah! Episode 28, baby. Ooh. Yeah. I remember being 28. Oh, me, I'm just kidding. Me too. <laughs> Six years ago. <laughs> oh. I'm so old. I'm so old. <laughs> this is going to be a sad one, boys and girls. <laughs> you know what? I'm young at heart, which means I'm, I'm just immature. <laughs> yeah, Forever 21. Forever 21, baby! Woo! Man, we're all, we're all tuckered out. We're all tucky-de-wuckied out from the fridge, from having the time of our life for a week. The fringe binge. The fringe binge. <coughs> yeah, Man, I got, yeah. How I got, do you go from like having seven shows a week to just nothing? Now you keep doing shows like me, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Danny's still working, baby. <laughs> this pandemic sucks. This pandemic <laughs> sucks. No, for real. It's funny, man. Funny, funny you say say that. I was able to keep working through the pandemic, and I was like, man. I've never had this much work. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, pandemic was was good, was pretty good for us. Yeah, but I mean, uh, just for like the comedy scene as a whole. Oh yeah, terrible. Just really terrible. It was like everybody's jokes got put on pause. Yeah, <laughs> except for Sean's. <laughs> Sean kept working. He kept writing. See, he kept writing. See. Not me. I wrote like three new jokes when we started opening up again. I'm like, yeah, I guess I gotta write some jokes. Oh yeah, I guess I gotta write some jokes. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Like the those Zoom mics, how I was saying like you you actually make like real friends there. Like I I got a message uh, today like for from this one uh, from this person that run, runs this one group where that she was just like. Yo, come on, come join us. <laughs> so, like sending me the Zoom link, and I was just like, ah, I can't right now. But You're I was like, like, bitch, I'm doing real comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking out of here. Uh, and I was like, ah, but I miss you guys. But uh, yeah, I was like, maybe I think I can do it next week. <laughs> You're like, new name Sean Two Chains, baby. Yeah. I gotta keep doing the Zoom mics. I gotta keep them, in. but it's, it's just now. Now that like there's. It's just hard to like, because those shits took up time, you know? Mm-hmm. They took up as much time as like an actual open mic. Oh, shit, eh? Like sometimes, well, yeah. Sometimes like, unless like you want, you would just do your spot and go, but then sometimes you get like stuck in the middle or to the end and like you're sitting there for like two hours on, on your laptop and you're... Ne- <laughs> yeah. It's fun times. The Zoom. The Zoom. <laughs> the Zoom. It's like a support group now for comedians. Yeah. You're like gonna it's like it's like the fight club support groups. You're like, I just go from the one Zoom room to the next. I'm addicted. Yeah. Like sometimes on, on like the group, if you if you're like on, on online for at some point, um someone will like randomly post Yo anyone up for a pop-up mic and then, then they'll see like all these comments spot, spot, and then they'll spot. be like yo all of a sudden there's like a, a an open mic with 20 comics and and you jump in but you're 
you just don't know anybody. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> like it's super good practice, though. I mean, yeah. like, you get, it's good practice for writing and stuff. It's probably good practice for delivering in front of a camera, too, I bet. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of used it as to, like, for practice to try and, like, get a more general audience laugh. Okay, yeah. You know, because, like, I find a lot of my stuff. It's too niche, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, like, it's, like, really, like, um. Oh, uh, what's the word? Geo- geographic. Oh yeah. And, okay. Yeah, yeah. And kind of uh, local. Some of it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. I need like that. I need to like concentrate on stuff that like everyone can get. You know. Yeah. And then that's why I'm wasting my time on them porch pirate bits. <laughs> we hear boo, you got bits. I got gigabits. Literally, daddy, a thousand jokes. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <coughs> you can't go quoting your own skit. Eh? I'm gonna, I'll quote it every time. Man, when that video was out for the show, I'd wake up every morning, have a coffee, and watch that video. <laughs> and just smile. I'm like, oh, look at us. Look at us. I know. I just want to be liked. <laughs> Ah. That was funny. We were just like rehearsing, and Kashina made us like deadly food. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck Kashina. She probably gets the most shout outs on this podcast. And Kelsey. <laughs> and Kelsey. Yeah, I wonder who gets more. Kelsey, let us know, please. Shout <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. to Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey's in town. Is she in town? Yeah. And, uh, we're hanging out. Last night, and uh, we saw a shooting star. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's like, because we got a kiss now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, it's good. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to the 2000s. The 2000s? Yeah. You said what? And I was like, oh, hey, little woman. <coughs> oh, man. I just recently watched that Woodstock documentary. Oh, yeah, Woodstock, um, 99, baby. 99. Yeah, that was like, ugh. I, I remember, like, that was, like, a huge deal for me because I ordered the pay-per-view, and, like, I recorded, like, like a couple VHS videos worth of, like, concerts throughout, throughout the three days, and I like, just kept those videos for yeah. years. And, uh, nice. I, yeah, like, the, the corn concert on the first night was like super epic <laughs> when they had like well when they played blind and and the mosh pit got going it was like just this wave of people oh sweet yeah and then um but yeah it's this documentary just showed like what a shit show it was like just like, like the fire festival <laughs> <laughs> yeah well just like all those people like it was on like a uh it was on an agent Indian burial ground. It would, this was like on a military base. Mm-hmm. And so it was like super hot. And um, people weren't like prepared for it. And water was like $4 a bottle. And that's that's 1999. Yeah, 1999. I mean. <laughs> that's like, like holy. <laughs> that's back for $4. You get like a fucking pop and a chips, you know, and you a get candy like a, bar. Yeah. And, um, and then like the one thing. And I, I, I kind of remember, like, seeing some footage of it when it happened, but I didn't even realize it. But, like, I didn't even put two and two together that, like, these people were 
jumping around in mud and stuff. Yeah. But it was at, it was like super close to all the 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 porta potties. Mm-hmm. That's so, what you see every time you see when people just covered in mud. <laughs> yeah. Just literally covered in mud. But like that was like it was it was like all the runoff from like these porta potties and people were just like jumping in it, Ugh. covering themselves in it, trying to be hippies. But yeah, that was nasty. Surprised there was an outbreak of coronavirus back then, man. Because <laughs> yeah, like they they show like kind of like an aerial shot, and like all these people are jumping in the mud, and like the porta potties are like just right there. Ugh. And oh, yeah, <laughs> and they showed like how like how backed up they were, and Ugh. oh, it was nasty. <sighs> Woodstock, man, what a crazy like Woodstock like '67, like the original one was all about like. Peace and love and and yeah. exploring new music and then the nineteen nineties one was just about like the how the the machine because at that time that was like around when Napster was like coming popular maybe like maybe a little bit before yeah. so it was like the music was a fully built machine like the the industry was a machine and it was popping out cookie cutter picking up popping out mm-hmm. and it's just like what a like exact opposite of what Woodstock ninety nine Woodstock in the sixties was you know you got this corporate machine pooping on all these all these all these acts mm-hmm. you got all these people there who are like it essentially burned the festival <laughs> to the ground <laughs> yeah. you know and it's like and, and they're just about like unearned like this is the height of white privilege in the 90s right unearned privilege mm-hmm. just destroying like this 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 idea that used to be so true and so pure and they're just hopping around and shit and burning it down <laughs> yeah well like it went yeah it was like the new one was like pretty much promoted to like white college bros. Oh, shit. and like there's this one guy that was in the documentary. He's like, this this was my crowd. Like this was promoted to me, and he's just like like a guy's like I look like Fred Durst. I fit the mo. Height <laughs> 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 of its power. <laughs> Woodstock '99 was just a white privilege flex. <laughs> Yeah, and they had, like, this piece about uh, DMX. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember, like, uh, watching his performance, like, back in the day, like, live as it happened. And just, like, kind of being in awe about, like, how the crowd was, like, chanting back at him. Mm. Especially in, like, his song. He had a, a song where it's, like, My N-Word. Oh. And, like, he sings that. And the crowd just sings it right back at him. <laughs> and it's just a and bunch it, of bros. Yeah. It's just like. And They're it, so happy that they, they get to say the word this one time. Yeah. And it was like they had this one guy that was being interviewed and he just got like real sociological about it. He was like, he's like, like, how do, how did the, like, very few black people that were in the audience, like, how did they feel at that moment? Their friends dropping the N word was that the first time that they dropped it in front of them? You know, oh, like geez. it just like got real deep. I was yeah. like, but yeah, I was like, DMX, like he was just like one guy on a turntable in front of like th- that many people, that huge stage, and he just, he totally like electrified. Like, he like worked it, and yeah, it was pretty dope. It's pretty crazy, man. It's pretty. I wonder. Yeah, I guess in the '90s it was different, though, right? You know what I mean? Like, <coughs> like the people, like I don't know. They were trying to figure out how to navigate the whole racial landscape or whatever, right? So DMX mm-hmm. going out there. Like, I wonder how he felt. 
Yeah. You know, in the like in like looking back on it, I bet he probably, he probably felt different than what he felt in the moment, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the moment, he'd probably be like, I wonder how much white crowds he'd played for up until then, right? Or was he only playing the white clou- clou- crowds? Or? Yeah. But everybody loved DMX, man. Fucking mm-hmm. Everybody, man. Fucking so. Shit, man. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's one thing about music is like the N-word in music. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in my car, I have a blasting. I say it. <laughs> I say it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got, except sometimes, sometimes if I'm like practicing the song to sing, mm-hmm. I'll switch it with Nietzsche. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that works. Yeah. It works. It works. Um, the one thing, too, like I, I that like it's it's funny that you see it like just like pointed out, like when you, you when you look back at it mm-hmm. was that they only out of the whole Woodstock 99, there was only three. Like female acts. Oh, was Sarah McLaughlin? No, it was Alanis like Morissette? Yeah, Alanis Morissette, Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow. A- and Jewel. And Jewel? A- and they each put them on one day. And they had one woman all through the thing. Holy. Dur- on each day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> People and guys be like, okay, is it fucking? I just did play too much tampon rock all time. All time. So, like, imagine, like, yeah, like no wonder, like that they Indeed. they like had their started like had their own Lilith Fair, but Lilith Fair had already been going on for a few years when Woodstock '99 happened. Oh yeah, Lilith Fair, trippy man, trippy times, the '90s, <laughs> the '90s when Friends was the king of the world. Friends and Seinfeld were just the two most consumed shows by everyone. That's so weird. Yeah. Straight in Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, man. I thought I thought Woodstock would have been so cool when I was young. I remember hearing about it. I'm like, whoa. Well, first, when I first heard about it, I totally hated on it. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, man, they already did Woodstock in the 60s, man. <laughs> like, what are you guys trying to do? You're not going to have to recapture <clears throat> that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even then, I was a fucking child. I knew that. Like, this is fucking corporate bullshit. Yeah. Well, like, to me at the time, too, it totally, like, played to me, like, the three nights were just like headlined by like bands that i was like super fan of at the mm-hmm. time you know like cord and rage against the machine limp biscuit the offspring was on one night and then like the sun there was even like insane clown posse yeah, <laughs> and then, like seven dust and creed creed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a freaking Limp Bizkit was when when they came out, it was like they were really cool, and then after you were like you you hid your like for them. Yeah, it was like really fast after like, I think by two thousand three, I was like, ugh, like this band, I don't like them. No, yeah. no, it's just like I don't or, like them. No, like, no, it's just like you get home alone. I did it all It's all about that he said she said bullshit. <laughs> What song you sing to China? Oh, uh, uh, what did he want? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just singing Barrington. Levy. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Yeah.
I never stopped liking corn. Corn, I, I mean, like, I never stopped liking the classic corn, but then they, like, I can't remember which album it was, but they just kind of started. I think Twisted Transistor. When that song came out, I'm like, corn is fucking horse shit. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Twisted Transistor sounded like, like a shitty knockoff <laughs> of some Zach Wild shit. And Zach Wild sounds like a shitty knockoff of, like, of like you know, like mm-hmm. Black Sabbath and Ozzy Osbourne. And, so I'm like, how are you going to sound like a shitty knockoff of the shitty knockoff? You know, like, mm-hmm. you guys, you guys used to have it. Now you don't. <laughs> I went through like a corn, uh, went down like a corn wormhole on YouTube. Like a while. You went down a corn hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you didn't get there before I did. <laughs> yeah. Just like, uh, like there was like just documentaries about like, like the down, like the downfall between some members like like um head head, head like got Jinx. got Yo, really Jinx. bad into drugs and like then he like found christ and, so sweet. <laughs> and like left the band it's like, what's worse christ or or, or drugs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. probably drugs probably and Maybe then not. like there was like this one thing they did a few years ago they they played like they did like an outdoor i think it was or it might have been during the pandemic they like filmed a, a show um just in the middle of a field like out in iowa oh, be. and they had kind of had like um what you might call it? crop circles near like made okay yeah yeah, but yeah. good old core <laughs> but fucking the biscuit they got they just like showed back up too because uh they like they still do shows and they still they never like, stopped well they they stopped for a while, but they were like always. They show up at like these big festivals and do still do sets. Oh, trippy! And they they did Lollapalooza in Chicago, and like it, uh, there was like a, a like it, over the past year there was like photos of Fred Durst where he had like a big white gray beard. Oh yeah, yeah. and he he looked like Santa Claus, and so it's like he, he's he's totally like embracing his gray, you know. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, like he comes out on Lollapalooza, and he just looks like, he just looks like a an old dad. Like he he looks like a detective from like a, a late seventies, early eighties <laughs> TV show. Yeah. <laughs> but his hair was like he had like the simple like seventies haircut, and it was just like full on gray. And then he just had like a mustache, and he's like wearing like old like seventies looking glasses. <laughs> But then he like comes out on the stage and uh they're playing like their first song and it's like one of those like one of those intro songs from uh Significant Other. Oh yeah. like and one of them that, that that just meant to like get people jumping up and down. And then all of a sudden he just like, You get the fuck up and he starts like jumping <laughs> around the stage like he's still like thir- twenty five or something. She <laughs> But like, I was still t- I was trying to figure out if the guitarist was still actually West Borland because mm-hmm. he, he looked, looked like, normal too. <laughs> he, he, he looked like he got like thicker. Like he he was wearing like some some like tights on his like tights and shorts, and like his thighs just looked really like thick. <laughs> but then he was just like he had like just like his face too, like the way he had his face painted up. 
It almost didn't like I don't. It, I wasn't sure if it was the newest conspiracy. The new West Portland's <laughs> fake. The real West Portland's trapped in Fred Durst's basement, and actually Fred Durst isn't even Fred Durst now. <clears throat> and like yeah, it was it was weird too because I was trying to like uh, I I I wanted to like check out uh, Fred Durst's Instagram mm-hmm. to see like you know when did this happen, <laughs> and then it was like it looked like he totally. Uh, like started his Instagram from scratch just like a few days ago. Because <laughs> yeah, he only has six pictures out, and his <laughs> his bio says, "You're confused?" Question mark. Classic. <laughs> There's like an emoji of coffee. <laughs> so like, he totally knows. Like he, he was like, he's looking trippy, and people are gonna check him out. And then yeah, it was pretty funny. Mm. <laughs> I, it's weird that he has hair Cause he's always like bald right Back in the day Yeah Like, did he shave? Yeah it looks like It looks like it could be a wig You know but Like did he shave his head Because I knew he wore a hat But never really seen him with hair Yeah I always imagined always he was bald Always imagined he was bald From the hat head Well Looks I mean, like a good hair piece People like maybe he started using Rogaine, and he's like, "Yeah, I did it with my hair." <laughs> um. So, want to hear something funny? <laughs> uh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I um. I just like, I knew about this wedding, that's happening this weekend, or the yeah, for like I don't know, just like since March maybe. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I was a groomsman, <laughs> but it wasn't until like a couple weeks ago that they like actually told me, you're the best man. <laughs> you got thrown into this last second. Yeah, but then, and, then, you, hold on, before you continue, would you consider the guy who made you best man your best man? Well, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like we, we, we're, we're like childhood friends Ooh, you know okay. like when we've just been like only getting together like maybe a couple times a year since he moved back to saskatchewan like oh, a few years ago shit, okay so yeah it was just like <laughs> i totally thought like his brother-in-law would be his like best the best man because yeah. <clears throat> they were like um first of all it's funny because like she uh, the wife is like she said he he she said he told you and gives like a shrugging emoji yeah. <laughs> and then I was like laughing and I'm like okay wait a minute and then I like look at her past combos and it was just funny because this I didn't even know they were getting married like I didn't even realize they weren't married because oh, okay. they have three kid four kids and like the oldest is like just like learning to drive basically yeah you know so totally. I, I just didn't realize yeah that they like didn't get married, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then <laughs> it's funny because uh I, I look at me and Buddy's uh convo and I like go back and it's like all the way back to like March and it's like all he says is, Hey man, what's your size? and shows me a a, a, a chart for like vests or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, uh probably an XL and I'm like Wait for what? <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, the wedding. And then I'm like, what? Wedding? 
<laughs> oh man. And then um Yeah, but that was like basically like the gist of the conversation. It's funny, like like we don't really like communicate <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. that like typical like guy um thing guy stereotype but guys don't communicate <laughs> but like this is um uh, so yeah he's like so i'm like for what he's like my wedding i'm like wait wedding <laughs> lol and he's like yeah august 13th and i'm just like Awesome, I'll book it off. And then, like, he doesn't get a hold of me until, like, a month and a half later just to, like, give me the vest. Mm -hmm. But then he doesn't even, like, say anything else. (laughs) Shit, eh? I told him. I told him. Fuck, do you think? Fuck, he never. This is is how it went down, okay? She's like, they're going to get married. And he's going to get married. He's like, hey, cool. I should probably choose the groomsmen. And he's like. Uh, he's looking at people he talks to, and he's like, "I don't, I don't know anyone." I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> then he just like, then he just like, he's like, "Oh, Sean, I know Sean. John, John's cool." So he sends you a message with like, "What's your size?" Because he assumes everybody knows he's getting married, uh, although he never told anyone, and some other some other guys, right? And then his eyes are like, "All right, so who's your best man?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, I'll get, I'll get back to you on that." And then like, comes down to the last second. So, so who's the best man? She's like, Sean. <laughs> and in his mind, he's thinking, I'll get a free comedy show. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think it came down to who's good on the mic. Sean's <laughs> ah, good on the mic. Yeah, his other friend is like, hello, hello, hello. Hey, uh, I just want to say that um, Buddy here and his wife, like, good times all around. Have a great marriage. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. But now I got to, like, I, I, I was working on the speech yesterday and today. But, like, I'm going to, like, ah, man, yeah, I want to make people laugh. But then I want to make them cry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's totally, like, just go hard. But, yeah, so that was, like, that's a cool surprise for this weekend. It's <laughs> a pretty cool. Marriage, hey? That's a sham. Never get married. The guy, they had it figured out already. That fam, that family. We're just yeah. going to live together, and we're going to have a family together, and we're going to love each other forever. And then somebody is like... Now they're, they're getting the government involved. Yeah, now they're getting the government involved, and then that's like... Well, I guess there are like actual like tax incentives. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, they they probably succumb, like I hope it was their own idea. I hope they didn't succumb to their people be like, yeah, we guys married for how long? Like, why just get just get married, dude? There's tax incentives. Just get married, guy. Can't believe you haven't made an honest woman out of my daughter yet. Just get married, guy. Yeah, it's like, dude, everyone gets in on them taxes. Everybody. Just kidding. Well, I mean. Like, I don't know. <laughs> If I was ever going to get married, it'd be at the Monastery and we'd do the traditional marriage thing. That's it. Not in no damn church. It's not going to set on fire if I stepped a foot inside a church, bro. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
It's crazy. But yeah, I guess, you know, do whatever, man. They've been married. They've been together for how long? I guess they got to find a way to celebrate that length of love. You know what I mean? So it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Bullshit, though. (laughs) (laughs) But good for you. You get to be a best man. So how long have you been working on your speech for? Mm, I was, like, formulating ideas the past, like, week. But then I, I started, like, writing yesterday and today. But just like mainly. What's his name again? John. <laughs> you'd be like, okay, you would be like, you'd be like, hey everybody, Sean Cuthand, um, best man today, and uh, me and what's his name again? John. Me and John go way back to kids, you know, <laughs> back when I lived on John A. McDonald Street. But isn't that ironic? <laughs> 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 me and John on the trampoline getting closer to his kid. Yeah. He and Johnny McDonald looking down like, oh, that white kid shouldn't be hanging out with that native kid. He's white, right? Yeah, but he was like, uh, he looked brown. <laughs> oh, he looked brown. Yeah. Oh, he's one of thems. One of those guys. Anyways, yeah, I guess Johnny McDonald like, those kids are brown kids too close. Yeah. Just do your set exactly as it is. Which is throw John into every situation. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this one time, you know, it's like, I, like look at look at John, you know, he's like, a, he's 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 a white guy in his thirties. <laughs> he's got three kids. He's like a regular buffer. <laughs> Me, I'm a single native in my thirties and have no kids. Man, I'm like a rare white John. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> <laughs> Swear time, me and John used to go to Terror Squad. <laughs> me, me and John got pulled over the police one time. Oh, I'll tell you one little thing that I was working on for it. Like, it's uh, the the wedding takes place in Waka, Waka. and like Would I'm gonna work on a a part like near the end of it. That's gonna be like, um. So everyone tonight better mind their own business because uh, the bed's going to be squeaking. Waka! Waka! <laughs> That's almost right. More like waka, waka, waka. Waka, yeah. Waka, 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 waka. That's how I do it. But I probably wouldn't make an orgasm joke. At a wedding, Sean. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I'm going rated R. You're going rated R? Okay. Yeah. You're the best And man. I'm going to look at the kids right in the face. You know what probably thinking about banging somebody? You're, you're, you're going to remember this for the rest of your life. <laughs> Little mini John Jr. Mini John Jr., come here. Do you ever think about how you came here in this world? Well, your daddy's balls were slapping against your mom's oh, ass. Oh, man. <laughs> I just got, like, um, my my uh, nephew's coming to town this weekend, too. Oh, shit. With uh, my brother and all them. But he's apparently bringing a girlfriend. Whoa! This is the first time this has happened for these kind of family trips. I don't know what to expect. Hold your, <laughs> hold your little nephew. Are they going to hide? He's 19. 19. 
And he's bringing a girlfriend to a wedding. No, they're not for coming for the wedding. They're just coming to visit my parents. Oh, oh! What if your dad's like? You better not be banging on Sean's bed downstairs. <laughs> You're putting them in separate rooms. <laughs> you ain't coming back here nine months with a new little newsome. <laughs> Shit. Nineteen is too young to have a child, though. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna end up having a kid before me. <laughs> she. <laughs> How about when I came over yesterday? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I totally, for some reason, I just totally didn't expect that your son would be there. <laughs> <laughs> And I just opened the door and I stick it, stick my hand in, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up? Got any weed?" I'm just like, "Oh shit!" I was just like, "Oh, uh, whoops, uh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm that guy, eh? I guess so. In, in Lucian's story, like uh, the dad's weird best friend. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what he does, but he makes it by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know who you are in Lucian's story. <laughs> It's so hard to picture what he thinks of everything. Yeah, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such a good little kid, though. He's a good dude. He's starting to be sneaky now. He's like, like I, I have to like take away. I have to like, before I could like leave the iPad in his bedroom because he listened to music and fall asleep to it, right? Yeah. Now he like, if if I don't take it out, he's like at four o'clock in the morning. He's like, gaming yeah. out on it. And oh yeah. Going outside to play on the Xbox. Dude, sleeping all day, like, dude, no. Happened one time, anyways. And after that happened, I like put the iPad, the iPad somewhere really high because, like, one time I just put it away. I like, I went in there. I was like, okay, here's the iPad. Say goodnight, love you. And put it, and just put it on the counter. Then when I went out for a smoke, he like came in and like snookily grabbed the iPad and brought it back to his bedroom. I didn't even notice mm-hmm. until like I was like going to bed and it was like three and I heard like the sound from his bedroom and I was like, what the fuck? I opened the door. He's just on the iPad. He's like, hey, daddy. <laughs> like, give me that. Go to bed. <laughs> so now I have to like put it up somewhere super tall. And then he's like looking at it. He's like, and it's pretty high up there. I bet you I could probably climb up and grab it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, but you probably like get hurt too, eh? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. One day I hear a big loud bang. Ah, daddy! That's what you get! <laughs> now we gotta go to the hospital because you're an evil kid. <laughs> Man, I used to like climbing on the cupboards when I was like just at that young and age, yeah. you know, like where you could. Mm-hmm. Then like you get a bit bigger and you're just like, holy shit, just start breaking the cupboards. <laughs> 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 I'm glad my kid's not like that. He is not a fucking little rapscallion. I was a little rapscallion, man. Fuck. Not Lucian. It's good. I, yeah, we used to like climb in the cupboards and like see how far we can go. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> Come out. Man, yeah, I can't remember. I, like, holy cow. Remember fitting in the cupboards? 
So I uh saw this crazy video on uh on the Reddit again, the mm-hmm. public freakout. But man, this video just makes no sense. It's so weird. Hmm. <laughs> it's just I don't I don't know what country it's in. Um I couldn't like I, I was I, I didn't really listen to it with the sound <laughs> much. But oh man. So it's basically like there this person's like filming and this guy is like he's like from his third story window and he's like yelling at someone and they're arguing and he's like calling the person on and everything and then like the person below is like calling him on back or whatever <laughs> and this guy like he's like shirtless and it, what, everything and then all of a sudden he just like he's looking at the person he's like and it's almost as if he's like oh yeah <laughs> and he just like he just climbs out the window and jumps out the window <laughs> And, like, he, like, goes flying, like, three stories down. And it's, like, he was trying – he was going to try land on his feet. and But, oh, just immediate, like, ugh, busted legs. And he's just on the ground and, like, people are screaming. But it's just, like, what the hell just happened? Welcome to Earth 2021. <laughs> it's just, like, he thought he was, like, a superhero. He's, like, going to stick to landing. Is he, like, high on meth or something, you think? Yeah, like, holy cow. <laughs> it was just yeah, like, I'm going to jump. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to jump out of my fucking three-story apartment. We'll dropkick this dude and be completely fine. He would have broke his legs if he hit the guy anyways, too, man, maybe. Yeah, but, like, there was, like, there was no logic because, like, where he jumped, it was just wide open, like, sidewalk. And there was, like, nothing to break his fall. No, Nowhere. No, nothing around. He just... He just went for it. Holy fuck. <laughs> just like, oh. That's like what you call a Darwin Award. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How stupid do you have to be to jump out of a fucking three-story bedroom with... Oh, my God. This makes me mad, dude. This just makes me mad on people to be that dumb. They've like, grown up. It was a high three stories because in the video, like, he's like... He's got some airtime. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's enough time for you to be like, Is he going to be fine? Yeah. Oh, no! Ugh. Or is it enough to be like, oh fuck? Yeah, it was like, yeah, it's enough to be like, holy cow, he's gonna die. <laughs> Man, but apparently he survived. Did he? Ugh, ugh. That's some dumb, that's some dumb people, man. Man, today I seen I was like one of those right winger group memes when they came up. It was like, it was like, is so stupid. It had like the the Indiana Jones guy. Like in the temple of uh, whatever, or he's like gotta like take that thing and switch it out, right? Yeah. That one. Yeah. And had the coronavirus in one hand. <laughs> yeah. It had climate change. Yeah. In the other hand, like they're gonna like here comes the new media narrative. Yeah. Switching it out. It's like, dude, dude, man, <laughs> look at Saskatchewan right now, fuck. That's yeah. Me off, man. Even Turkey is up in flames. Yeah. Right Turkey? now. Did you see that? No. It was like all these like. Nice beach towns, like the resorts were just like people were like fleeing as like the whole like m- m- hillside was just up in flames. Shit, dude. 
Shitty, man. Yeah, that was, yeah, in Turkey. Welcome to 2021. Pestilence and fire. The best was like, it couldn't get, well, yeah, just the best was like, the best meme to start off the year was just like, um, was like, Man, I'm glad 2020's over. That it's like six days into 2021, and it shows like those people that, like uh, that busted into the Capitol. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a crazy start we had to this year. Actually, the insurrection in America. Oh my God, shit's Man. fucked. Shit's fucked. That was fucked. just way too much. <laughs> but like. Did you see what happened uh, this past week in Portland? Mm-hmm. There was like another, th- just like oh. I should have, <laughs> I should have done some more research. No, I should have checked out the details. Classic. I, I just remembered that, like, phrases. I was about to be like, he was just randomly, but th- then I remembered there was like, there was like a, a protest like uh, going on. And this guy just was, all of a sudden, he just, like, started walking around, like, downtown Portland with, like, he had, like, an AR-15. Oh, no. And, like, bulletproof vest. And, like, yeah, he just looked like he was, like, out trying to play, like, paintball. But he had an actual AR-15. Holy. And he's just walking around, and people are just, like, following him, filming him. And he's just walking around, and he, like, points his gun at this photographer. And uh, then he just, like, walks right to the police station, and they, the cops kind of walk up to him and take him inside and book him. And it's just like, uh, hello? <laughs> like, What's going they, on here? They just, like, let him, like, oh, come, come, come to me. Get away from the scary brown people filming you. Yeah, like, oh man! They didn't like run in there and put him down and shoot him. <laughs> Broad daylight. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, America's fucked, dude. America's so fucked, dude. And that was that's like Portland. That's like kind of like the Midwest. Uh, Portlandia is all I think of when I think of Portland. <laughs> A really funny show. <laughs> well, that that's enough a, doom and gloom for now. That's Sean. a dope ass show. Oh man, there was one episode I just couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing. It was like a little skit that happened at the beginning where like they banned plastic bags and like then they showed like these fish in the ocean dancing. <laughs> 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 like that's the type of weird shit that that, that show was about. The show's uh, best. <laughs> okay, well, that's a, okay, so. That's really sad stuff, Sean. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I witnessed a beautiful moment this week that made me just think, you know what? Maybe everything is gonna turn up fucking dollars for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh it was at the Shakespeare on the sh- the Sask. They have this community stage. I told you about it, but I'll tell the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did the community stage. I performed at it. I was lucky enough to to have a spot there. Uh, did some comedy and some music, and then after me. Uh, uh, we went inside the the Shakespeare and the Saskatchewan like the tent or whatever, and we watched like this co- combination of spoken word 
and dance. It was like these flamenco dancers or whatever, and this yeah. this this poet dude and the poet dude like talked had some really cool stories, poems about birds and his husband and and like other things. But it was just really it was like surprising how cool it was to hear and to watch this 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 flamenco dancer dance to this guy's poetry which is like so strange so like whoa this is weird this is cool mm-hmm. and then and then at the end of their set they uh at, they brought in these two little red-haired little kids and it was like it was like and like all the flamingo dancers were like uh, like latin latino or latina or whatever right and then they brought in these two little like red-haired little white kids and they were so cute <laughs> just like doing the dance and like they were like the the the, the boy had like the the matador mariachi costume on or whatever mm-hmm. they all did the dance together it was really cool i was like oh that's awesome then after that we went back outside to like the outside place where these two art- artists piece of kinanade and then oh something jane eric Sarah Jane, Erica Jane, I can't remember. There's these two upcoming artists in Saskatoon, and like they did a fusion of like poetry and music, and in in their their own way of interpreting how to do it. It wasn't like rap. It wasn't like R and B. It wasn't just straight words to like a fancy groove. It was just different. It was really what they did was really cool. Um, and the last piece was kind of more traditional. It was kind of like the song was happening. While uh, Peace was giving her spoken word, and it was like really cool, really well, well, well written, really beautiful piece. And when they finished, it like it was like I was after all like having all the smoke for like two weeks, like permeating your fucking city, right? I think that was really depressing. It was a really nice, beautiful day. The sun was shining, the water was nice and blue, the sky was nice and blue. And when they finished, this like flock of seagulls like just flew by behind them. Yeah. It was like this like perfect, and the sun was setting at the same time, and it was like this perfect beautiful moment and i was like "Mm, this is nice (laughs) Nice. so maybe have hope you know what maybe things will be okay it was a pristine scene yeah it (laughs) was one of those one of those one of those pristine moments you get every once in a while so it was really cool all right i'm danny knight and i'm sean cuthead and this is the real deadly podcast brought to you by Comedy here often. All right, everybody, have a good night. See you later. Bye. Good night. Damn you for being so easy going.